Hello everyone, this is Aerith, and I just wanted to let you guys know before the episode starts that uh, we recorded this thing on Monday night, and because we had some technical issues, we weren't able to actually publish it until uh, Friday morning, and so there are some different things that have transpired since then, such as the release of a couple new ships and everything, and we just completely ignore that because we didn't know about them at the time that this episode started, so uh, just letting you guys know so you're not disoriented or confused as to why we're just totally ignoring some of the bigger news and we'll cover all that stuff next week thank you hello everyone and welcome to the gambit i'm solobase 15 and i'm here with my good friend zareth to talk about some grand arena and territory wars zareth how are you doing today i'm doing well i'm having fun with the game still <laughs> excellent how are you uh i'm doing well you know we We'll talk about it later, but I switched up my Grand Arena strategy, and it is producing some interesting results. Um, so that's always fun. Uh, before we get into that, though, we have had some news come out this week. Oh. Uh, the devs have been on another podcast that's not ours, Traders, uh, and made some announcements. So... Jareth, why don't you tell everyone what we can expect in the game? There, there's a few interesting points. Uh, Kiati Mundi that everyone has been clamoring for. He's coming out. He has two different stances, which uh, makes me think of Commander Luke. Um, there's Malevolence that's coming, and we're going to have to spend all of our GET2. And so everyone's going to have to make a value judgment. Um on if they want to finish Negotiator, if they want to jump into Malevolence. And there's more capital ships on their way as well. So don't ever spend GET2 on anything other than capital ships. Like, always just save it. And also save all your GET1 for other characters. That That's just, that's just my advice, guys. You don't have to do what I'm telling you. Um, if you're wise, you'll do that. But you don't have to. Um, the devs say that and I don't think this is on the, the podcast uh, they, they say that the vulture droid will be farmable this week um, it should have been farmable last week but they're not adhering to their schedules anymore um, which I mean if anyone's paying attention Credit Heist hasn't been on that schedule for months now um, what's a Credit Heist? right I know I know my my alt really really craves credit heists because he's still gearing or he's still putting levels on characters. But yeah, a credit heist is this thing where you it allows you to buy one extra gold mod in the the mod store. <laughs> that's, that's a good definition of it. <laughs> that's that's what it does for you. Everyone lines up and then you know they roll their dice. Usually come up short. And I think that's that's basically it. What what did you take from it, Solo? What are your thoughts on these different uh, things that are coming out? Uh, well, Kiet and Mundi coming into the game. I think new characters are usually good for the game. I'm not going to want to gear him because I'm sure there's going to be a ton of cryotech involved. But I am excited to kind of see what he brings. You know, the old school Jedi squad kind of got broken up and now you have GK with Padme and you have uh, Yoda with Jedi Knight Revan. So it's going to be interesting to see where he fits into this all. 
because he could also fit in with maybe a shock T. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see what the kid is and where they fit. He's going to be a Watt type character and they did a great job with Watt and what he adds to the separatists. So I'm kind of excited to see what he will add to the Galactic Republic. Maybe even be a 3PO replacement on Padme squads. Um, so I'm excited about that with the capital ships. You know, they said that they're adding more capital ships because they're extremely limited in what they can do right now. Because it's not like Ground Arena where if you have five random tunes left, you can just kind of throw them into a team and hopefully do something. You need a capital ship. Uh, and I know in Territory Wars now, I'm running out of capital ships sometimes and I still have a few good ships to use. So I kind of agree with them. Uh, you need more capital ships in the game. At the same time, I just don't care about fleet. Um, I used to love it ever since they changed the format from 5v5 to a 3v3 starter and then these reinforcement abilities. I just don't care anymore. Because <laughs> I, I don't think that was a good change. I don't think it's what uh, fleet needed. But... I do agree that we do need more capital ships. Just prestige is so ridiculously expensive. I don't know how anyone is going to have the ability to actually gear up these capital ships. Yeah, that's a valid point. Um, you know, I'm I'm trying to make it so that I have four thousand prestige just on hand at any given moment, and you know that that means that I'm ready in theory at least for two capital ships if they're released side by side. Right. And I mean, they are with Kenobi and um, Malevolence coming out. The problem is my guess is these more cap ships are going to be a resistance and a first order one coming out, say around January. It's complete speculation. Everyone just a guess, um, but it, it, it's a guess that makes sense. And there's no way I have time to farm up 8,000 prestige <laughs> by March, let alone by January. That's true. I mean, the good news is I wasn't even able to use all my prestige on Negotiator when I unlocked him, you know, because everything's locked <laughs> behind five stars. So um, we, there's that. And that's actually the bulk of the prestige are the final levels. So uh, if we're lucky, we won't be able to use these capital ships to their full extent for months to come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you made the joke about uh, keeping, you know, the GET1 and GET2 and don't ever spend it. I, I mean, every interview they do, they say, we don't want people hoarding resources. And then every move they make encourages people to hoard resources <laughs> right so it, there was you know one of those memes out on reddit star wars galaxy of hoarding <laughs> and that's probably the most accurate meme i've seen in a long time well it's true i mean i i have uh you know i know that they've already said that we're not going to have new characters released to the arena st uh, store or the galactic war store or whatever um 
I still have 10,000 right. currency in there saved up just in case yep. in each of those. Me too. Yeah, and, and now it's the fact that I can't use my General Skywalker very much. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, actually, because it sounds like we can. But uh, it, it's really frustrating that I can't use him nearly as well as some people who just happen to have hoarded all of their uh, GT1 and 2. Like people who are just not uh, actually like doing things in the game or, you know, like trying to progress their rosters. They're just like sitting on all their stuff are being rewarded for that. And I'm not saying that that play style is bad or even annoying. It's just, um, it's frustrating that that style is being rewarded while my style is just completely out of luck. And the problem is, you know, we talked about last week with the kind of fatigue in the game. And part of it is hoarding because... I get a Zeta. I'm excited to apply the Zeta. That gets me interested. And then in the back of my mind, I have to hoard that Zeta for the next two months because I have to build up four now since some tunes are going to be released with four Zetas. And so if I want to be prepared for the next legendary or mythic champion, I can't add a Zeta to my team for probably about five weeks. And where's the fun in that? Like, There's plenty of characters I want to apply a Zeta to, but in my head, I have to hold on to them for five weeks before I can apply one. And it just, it takes the fun out, I think. Or not all the fun, because I still enjoy the challenge of, you know, especially Grand Arena and all that stuff. But I, you know, can be very impulsive. Uh... I want to be able to be impulsive and I can't be in this game right now with the state of it. I know neither of us have stormtrooper Han Zated yet. I want that so badly as stupid as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know we, there was a guy we were helping, uh, you know, give, give some, uh, some grand arena advice to, uh, you and I were both on the same thread and you know, the screenshot for one of the teams that the guy is countering, it was a uh, stormtrooper Han at, at gear 11 with a Zeta. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I would love that. <laughs> like not even, not even necessarily like my first response is usually like disdain. Like why are you going to put a Zeta on a character on a tank? That's about tanking <laughs> abilities. And then you don't give them enough protection. Like that seems foolish. Yeah. But usually that's, <laughs> I, I get all judgy about that stuff. But in this case, I, I was just jealous. I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd reduce my gear level to 11 if I could have a Zeta on him. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd take that hit, but I can't because of the things you're saying. Right. And now I'm, Ugh. now I'm trying to put Zetas on stupid other characters that, uh, you know, putting, putting like one Phoenix. on, what's that? Like <laughs> a five person Phoenix. Yeah. They're, they're important, dude. <laughs> they, they they absolutely stare at my opponents every week, and I almost use them every every match. They're almost there, you know. They're like five mistakes of mine away from being used. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now they're, uh, you know, there's some part of me that's like, maybe if you put more gear on them, you could use them more. <laughs> 
And I have to think that that's probably Satan at work, but <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> seems seems like that's like in Satan's playbook. Like he has a whole section on Phoenix and their uses. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I would like to be a little more impulsive with my with my Zetas. You know, I'd like to put, I'd like I I want to put a Zeta on Talzin uh, because there's some interesting team comps that I've seen lately with Talzin um, as the lead. She has the best lead, and you're finally giving in. Yep, <laughs> she absolutely has the best lead in all categories that don't involve Asage as the potential lead, as well. <laughs> No, she's got a great lead, and it's really frustrating actually to deal with because people usually use a Saj lead uh, because most people acknowledge mm-hmm. which uh, lead is better, and so they use the one that's better. But if you do, <laughs> or they just did it because maybe. of Sith <laughs> But if you if you're facing uh, Talzin though, like it, her lead is different enough that it can be really frustrating to uh, deal with. So. Uh, you know, I, what I want to do is be able to use both characters. And in this in the setup that I want to play it with, I want to be able to use Talzin um, lead at, on one of the teams. So um, I'll do that. I want to do Dooku's lead, or not lead, um, just do Zeta. And I can't because I, I need to do uh, General Skywalker's lead. I need to do, like, Echoes and Fives TM. You know, that... You want to talk about Zeta Heavy? Gosh, that that team. Yeah, that team is. I I got lucky that I had, you know, the five Zeta already, because um, that saves me an extra Zeta. I think it's nine Zetas. It's four for Skywalker, two for fives, so that's six. Then Echo is seven. Uh, Rex is eight. Rex and Ahsoka is nine. And Ahsoka. Nine. Yeah, that's a lot. That yes, that's an obnoxious team. It is. I mean, they're all good. The team's good, but if you look at it in terms of like my total Zetas, that that's like ten percent. Like one team is ten percent of my Zetas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we've got stuff coming. Royal Guard is the new uh, daily character. The, on the calendar, so uh, that might be signaling some kind of transition to uh, working on things about Emperor Palpatine. I'm wondering if we're going to get a Palpatine 2 character. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. You know, part of me, and I just thought of this, like literally this second, so it's probably wrong. We also have the anniversary coming mm. up. And Royal Guard was an OG character. I wonder if we're going to get a rework for the fourth anniversary on some of these original to the game uh, tunes. Oh, that would be fancy. Yeah, because Royal Guard, I've always, I've always actually liked Royal Guard. He's just been missing something. That you know, that one. If he has protection regen in some way. He becomes a ridiculously good tank. Yeah, he's he's still like he could be really frustrating, but yeah, you're right. He's missing something. Uh, you know, like like you say, protection regen or maybe something, some kind of like passive buff. You know, like one extra ability. Yeah, and he he'd be great. And he's he's in a ship that then the ship is non awful. So 
Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down with that. Um, you know, they they were asking for episode four stuff, so I don't know if Royal Guard's going to fit in with that or that was just like a herring to throw us off the scent. But, um, you know, I'd rather have a real Royal Guard rework than, um, you know, my suggestion was that they uh, <laughs> that they give us Garindan or however you pronounce it, Garindan, as a, an unlockable character, a playable character. And, you know, for those of you who aren't uh just like super nerds into the star wars lore he's just like the the black clad figure with the big nose that rats out where han and uh obi-wan or old ben whatever and luke all went on tatooine like that's he makes a couple like indecipherable sounds into a comm link and that's basically it but that was that was what i told him i wanted to unlock so i basically wasted my vote <laughs> I'm sure everyone's gonna put that. I don't know. Don't worry. I was I amused myself so much by doing that. I don't know why. Like I thought it was so funny. <laughs> and then I submitted it. I was like, that will get nowhere. Like hopefully hopefully at least they like laugh about it there, you know. They're like, What's your favorite part yeah. of episode four? I'm like, when Garen Dan rats him out. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, that'll sure, why not? That'll be yeah. good. Uh, playable character <laughs> anyways um we should probably talk about our grand arena week because we did have grand arena and pretty soon we're probably gonna have a little break in between so uh let's let's start with you solo how'd you do well i actually uh i'm at two and one since the last time we talked uh, last time i was going for the championship in my pod i actually won that round um, this kind of set of three, I completely changed my defense. I actually made my defense for the better because I had General Anakin and that team ready to go for Grand Arena this time. Uh, so I took him in on offense. I have him as my Darth Revan killer. Darth Revan's on defense. Malik is also on defense, not on a Darth Revan team. And in the past two rounds, uh, my opponents have not been able to clear my board. Um, of course, I say that, and you're going to say, oh, but you said you have a loss. That's because I also have not been able to clear my opponent's boards. Um, the, the, first, the first match this round was because of a stupid mistake on my part. I took General Anakin in against uh, a Darth Revan that I should have easily beaten. On my first turn with General Anakin, though, I did an AoE, which means he hit Malak, which means he critted Malak, which means he got feared, which means uh, Malak gained taunt, and the match was honestly over. Uh because I couldn't not hit Malik at that point. Echo wasn't boosted by fives dying, and it just all went to hell very fast. So <clears throat> I lost that matchup. I had to use my Padme to clean up, and then I couldn't take out um, a ridiculous, you know, new team in the back zone. Uh, because I was missing one of my good teams. So I'm actually really happy with my defense. Uh, 
it's two rounds now. I haven't been cleared. My opponent hasn't been able to beat the team that's hiding Malik in my back because I put Darth Revan in the front zone and Malik hides in the back zone. Um, so people are taking in their Darth Revan killers and don't have anyone to take out the Malik. Um, but I need to figure out how to be a little more efficient on offense with my current setup because I used to be able to save Malik to solo Karth teams. Um, and I don't have that anymore. It sounds stupid because who cares about soloing a Karth team, but I'm going from 64 banners when fighting Karth down to 59 or 60 and five points is kind of a big deal. Um, so, Zareth, that's my week. How'd your week go? Um, my week's been good. I'm, <laughs> I've been doing well in this grand arena. It's, it's. I feel a little bit. Uh, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of good, RNG things that have gone my way, and um, I'm three and zero for the week, and I'm still undefeated. I'm at eleven and zero right now. Championship match uh, tomorrow, but I'm already actually. I just deployed my defense because I had to change it a little bit, and. Uh, I'm actually in Kyber as we speak. So, um, congratulations, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm excited. I, I've made it into Kyber a couple other times, but uh, it's always relied on my final match. I've always had to get a win. It's always been a high stakes uh, fight, but uh, this time it, the the pressure for getting Kyber isn't there. But now that I'm at eleven and zero, like I would really love to be able to go twelve and zero like that. 11 and one sounds so much worse than 12 and 0. So um, that's, that's the hope that I'm, I'm going to be able to get there. Who knows? My opponent is actually also already in Kyber and they have, they have a better overall record than me in the last two championships. So like, I think that they're, they've only lost one match. Oh, wow. You know, I, I've lost two. Um, so uh, I've still got a good record, but they also have way faster Darth Revan and Badstla. So we'll see. <laughs> Actually, I was telling you about it. I've, I'm engaging in subterfuge here. Um, <laughs> you know, now I'm not doing it anymore because my opponent is already deployed. I could tell because uh, they switched from being in Erodium to Kyber. Uh, but it, it was a pretty, a pretty obvious jump in points. And so... Um, I decided not to do it anymore. But what I did was um, my, my Darth Revan and my Badstill are both slower uh, than my opponents. And that's a big deal for that matchup because it's a speed match. And um, so what I did, I, I have a faster Badstill if I put Darth Revan mods on her. So I just switched my mods so that if my opponent did some research before they deployed, they would see that my Badstill was faster than theirs, even though it's not. <laughs> But if they saw that my Batsla was faster, then maybe they would be less likely to place their Revan team on defense and, you know, use it on offense instead because they would know I'd be able to counter them easily. And we'll see if it works. I know. Well, and then you and I are talking about it and it's like no one else looks at the speeds of, of these guys. <laughs> like I never I never hear people talk about like, oh, yeah, I, for, you know, before the match, I, may, I had to make sure that Darth Revan was faster or whatever, like. I just don't hear about that often, but so to yeah. project that onto this guy, I don't know, but it, well, it, yeah, now that you say that, 
I have fought so many rounds where they've put their Darth Revan on defense, and it's a Darth Revan that could easily be slaughtered by my Darth Revan because of mods or whatever it is, or gear, you know, whatever it is. And people still put it on defense. <laughs> so my guess is they didn't even look at my Darth Revan team. They just, you know, kind of auto-deployed. This is what I put on defense. Here you go. Um, so I, I think you're you're right that most people just, they don't pay attention or they, they don't care about the speeds as much as we do. Right. Well, yeah. And, and also, there's also the, the point, like, so maybe this person has a strategy that doesn't depend on that. Like maybe they are running like a Padme team that just doesn't care how fast my Revan and Malak and, and Bansla are. Like, right. you know, if you're Padme, if you're running Padme and you're running her slow, the way some people are, like, it just doesn't matter. You can, you can go at whatever pace you want. So, right. And actually there's now so many more counters to, uh, Darth Revan's that I I'm seeing Darth Revan on defense almost every round at this point. Um, the past three rounds, my opponent has kept suicide droids for offense. So I, I haven't faced a general uh, Grievous team in the past week at all, just because they're running suicide droids and can counter anything. Um, so, you know, there's also that. Yeah. Um, you know, and if they're running suicide droids, that's actually nice because they, they destroy themselves with banners. But Well, it's just like the people that decided that they wanted to be cute and run Jawas. And it's like, great, congratulations, you bought, beat my Geos, but you did it for 48 right. banners. Um, you know, same idea. But, but at the same time, I mean, if they're employing that strategy, regardless of if it's efficient or whatever... Um, you know, it, it's just possible that my opponent didn't need to do research. You know, if that's his strategy, that's true. Cool. It, you know, it's not like a fault of his own that he didn't look at how fast my my. Uh, so I might have probably just burned those credits. It's fun to say I'm engaging in subterfuge. So, <laughs> well, my strategy, I, I honestly don't scout the Darth Revan anymore because I can beat any Darth Revan out there with General Anakin now. So I don't care about his speed. You know, he could be plus 165, ridiculously fast, and my Rex is still going to go first. So, you know, I stopped scouting Darth Revan uh, recently because it just doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, now, now I, I do still look, but it's more of to check to see how he's going to do against my Darth Revan on defense. Huh. Yeah, uh, it's... It is an interesting thing. Like we we're going from a speed meta now. I guess I'm guessing that General Anakin is still going to have some pretty strong components of speed. But oh yeah, it, it's still speed meta. I, I mean, nobody else is beating me because I'm starting off with a fantastic speed set on Rex. It's not be. I probably could win if I go second, but it's going to be a lot harder with only a five star. I think it's seven star. Speed is going to be less important when you're using uh, or going up against Darth Revan. But at five star, um, uh, it, its speed is still dependent. 
Well, I'm just wondering about the mirror match, like the uh, General Skywalker versus General Skywalker. Who, you know, if you go faster, does that? If your Rex is faster, does that mean you just win, or does it mean that the other opponent, your opponent, has to play really well? Uh, you know, I just don't know what that mirror looks like. We don't have enough data yet. Right. Uh, I think there's one guy in my arena that runs. Um, clones basically every day what he does is he climbs with clones and then he'll put in darth revan overnight just because he drops less um he is actually faster than me and i think what those mirror matches are going to come down to is who's going to hit harder because it's who can get general anakin to go into his meditation first basically because once you get General Anakin down, you can take out fives. Um, and then uh, that changes kind of everything. And also the AI isn't necessarily smart. So everyone here knows, oh, you take out fives first. That way he doesn't give his buffs to Rex and Echo. The AI doesn't care about that. So they're just going to take out whoever they randomly choose for that moment. AI don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah rude but you know uh that's i really wish that the ai was better um actually one of i don't <laughs> I, I i honestly don't can you imagine going up against the faster darth revan with a smart ai yeah, you're right on some levels at least yeah uh, from me placing defense i wish the ai was smarter for me, that wants to continue to play the game. I'm glad that it's not. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm actually fine with it the way it is. And I'm glad that the AI takes predictable routes so that you can place defense and know what they're going to do their first few moves. Right. You know, like if, if it's like Watt, Watt right now is great on defense because he immediately gives the taunt buff to a tank. That That's good. But if he just like randomly like, oh, I'm just going to give like the, the attack buff to a random tank this time and then next time i'm just gonna like randomly uh, do the resurrection move for no reason you know right yeah they make this game way less playable but it's predictable at least also to the same extent the fact that revan doesn't use four storm as his first turn though randomly i think it's probably happened to me maybe a total of five times since Re revan has come out every once in a while i get a random four storm though off of the Reven, the opposing Revan's first move, and that just messes you up totally. I have still never seen that. Other people say it happens, so I I tentatively believe, but like, <laughs> I actually I had I had it happen in a Grand Arena match once, and I lost the Grand Arena because I went in, I had the faster Badstola, he had the faster Darth Revan. I can usually weather that storm and come out with a win. Um, because you know I just put in Sith Trooper, so I just lose my Darth Revan turn, which isn't a huge loss. He opened with Four Storm though, and it just messed up my entire team. Um, so it, it's burned me before, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not awesome. There's a part of me, there's a part of me that just no. like, despite my rational mind 
knowing that what you're saying is not a lie. Like there's a part of me that just doesn't believe it because as it happened to me. So um, at some point <laughs> I'm going to experience it and you'll be able to just be like, I told you so. And I'm like, well, I know. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So you, you've been doing really good with uh, General Anakin and mine has been awful. Like I, I modded him wrong actually uh, for, for five star uh, on defense. I think I should have put I, I put all of the mods on him that i think eventually he'll want all the damage and all the stuff uh and what i should have done is just put just yeah. stacked protection on him like crazy and you know, that that's what i should have done yep. but i didn't and so now i'm i'm actually not even going to put him on defense this next round because he's my opponents are like oh yeah i just use cls and i took him out like i made i toppled him on my first shot and like he's just not usable in this current version. So, like, what are you doing? Like, you're beating, you're beating other uh, like high meta teams, right? Like Relic Seven, Relic and Revens with this team. I actually had my General Anakin kind of ready before the last, you know, pod. Um, but I wasn't able to beat the Relic Seven Maliks until probably about a week and a half ago um you know echo at r7 is it's big you notice the difference from um r6 to r7 the same time the anakin leadership adding a little offense doesn't sound like a lot but i I think i counted it up and you stack 10 percent offense after your your opposing Darth Revan team has taken one full kind of cycle of the team with all the buffs that they get. Because you, you think if the Darth Revan team is not getting a lot of buffs, but when you think about it, Sith Trooper picks up three. Um, if they have Sith Marauder, he grabs uh, a buff. Then there's an offense up that uh, HK gets. And right there, there's five buffs on a team um, granting you an extra 10% offense. And when you're trying to take out Malik on assists, that's kind of a big deal. But um, the big key to beating these teams with a five-star Anakin is you go first. You know, Rex gives the tenacity up and gives everyone turn meter. And then you just focus on their... Badstola. Now, luckily for me, most people gave that awful Zeta uh, that's basically foresight and some extra potency. Well, now with Echo's unique Zeta, even when whoever goes first and attacks Badstola misses, <laughs> she's losing 20% um, health, basically, off of her protection. So your entire team is going to get to go if they're fast enough, thanks to the Rex turn meter uh, first. So you're going to get five shots on their Badstola, and with an R7 Echo, she she's going to die. Uh, I haven't had her survive a full volley yet. Um, and then once she's gone, honestly, the team just kind of crumbles. Um, now, who do you take out for or a second after you take her out? Uh, it depends. It, it kind of... So, 
what happens next after you take her out is their Darth Revan gets a turn. He applies fear to the entire team because um, he's going to hit Anakin, which is going to cause their Malak to taunt. Now, sometimes you're going to get their Malak to take a turn fairly easy and no fear is applied to your team at all that turn somehow. And so he's not going to taunt. So in that case, I'll go after HK so he doesn't snipe anybody. Um, but if he remains with the taunt, you're pretty much going to be forced to take out Malik. But with all the assists from Echo, you can usually take out Malik fairly fast. Um, but ideally, it would be HK next, and then Darth Revan and I, I always save Malak for last, even in you know the Darth Revan, first Darth Revan matchup. I always save Malak for last. Um, so I do the same thing with General Anakin, where by that point, Fives has died, and Echo is just hitting for ridiculous damage. Um, and I'm usually killing Malak or everybody on the team just from Echo assists. Nice. Interesting. I'm going to have to check now, that out. Yeah. I will say the one thing, the only thing that can lose you the match at that point is if you do an AOE on your first turn. Um, so don't do any AOEs when you're trying to focus down Badstola. Because if Malik gets a taunt before you kill her, it, you're done. Um, she's going to regenerate any protection that she lost on her first turn based on her unique and she's going to apply all those debuffs like stagger and all that fun stuff and you you just can't recover from uh that against a good darth revan team that makes sense um okay so so you have echo at relic seven um so two questions beyond that. Uh, first, what? How are you modding Echo? And second, what are you doing? Like, what relic levels are the other characters on the team? Uh, so when I first, I've had to relic level Ahsoka up. Uh, she's going to be R seven soon, but that's because of my fleet, not because of this team. Um, so I'm able to do it with fives at relic four. Ahsoka at Relic 3, Rex at Relic 1, and Echo at 7. And then Skywalker is still 5-star, so, you know, he's still G11. Um, as for mods with Echo, I basically switch my HK set now onto Echo. So it's a heavy offense set. Uh, it's got a crit damage triangle and probably about 90 speed um so it, it's a good set but it's you know one of my arena sets so it it should be a good set uh i know if you do the math a crit damage set is probably going to the math will work out and tell you you should do crit damage i've tested with a high-end crit damage set and a high-end offense set and i've just had better luck with this offense set that I'm using for Echo at this point. Um, I wasn't doing as well with the crit damage set for some reason. All right, so Zareth, you know, it's counter of the week time. Um, 
I don't know about your rounds, but I have faced some sort of Rex or Shock T team um, every round, basically, since it's been announced that clones were going to be important and people started gearing them up. Uh, most recently, the past two rounds, I've faced a, uh, I guess you could call it clone trio plus Barris and R2. Um, and so now, now that these are popping up more often, I've actually had a couple people today ask me which one they should place on defense. And I told them none of them save them for offense, but a lot of people are going to be placing these teams on defense. Uh, I think the shock T or the Rex lead, it doesn't matter. We need to talk about counters. And I think that counter is Treya. Um, and for for my part in this, I kind of uh, I kind of resisted wanting to do this one because I have this team on defense and it's gotten me a lot of defenses. Like it actually won me one of my matches recently. So right, um, I protest, um, but let's discuss it anyways. <laughs> well, so you know, I think it's the past three podcasts. It's definitely been the past two podcasts. In Counter of the Week, we've talked about how to counter Geos with a team that's not Treya. Uh, and this team, honestly, is one of the reasons why uh, I've been looking for a consistent Geo killer and have found multiple teams that can do it because the easiest way to counter this team is to just throw a Treya team out there and say, Good luck. Echo, you love to assist. Fives, you love to counter. You're going to lose your health every time you do it. And then <laughs> Darth Nihilus is just going to annihilate whoever whoever he wants. Um, it, the counter is honestly that easy. Sometimes against tough teams, I'll bring in Thrawn. You know, Thrawn is kind of my plug-and-play. Um, get him to fracture Rex. The reason being, maybe not the first time, you know, the first time counter shock T, or I mean, um, isolate shock T, fracture echo or fracture fives, one of the two, um, and let the other kind of kill himself from just counters or assisting. The second time your fracture comes up, and this is actually really important, um, you want to fracture Rex because by the time that second fracture comes up, his kind of big hit is going to be coming down off cooldown soon. So if there's one piece of advice that I can give you, that's going to save you aggravation and make this a very easy counter. It's take care of Rex as fast as you can. And that's, you know, if you have Thrawn, Fracture him the second time it comes up. If you have Treya, um, isolate him to reduce the cooldown. If you notice that Darth Nihilus didn't reduce the cooldown, make sure he doesn't get that big hit before you get Fives out of the way. Because the second Fives is killed, you can then easily go after Rex. Um, that's honestly the only threat you really have, though, on that team. 
So let, let me jump in just real quick. Um, you know, and you said annihilate whoever uh, kind of earlier. And I don't I don't think you uh, necessarily meant that. I, I just want to clarify for the listeners who are maybe a little less um, indoctrinated into the ways of the clones. Um, <laughs> so if you do annihilate to uh, any of the 501st clones uh, that aren't fives, which is a really long way of saying if you if you do annihilate to Rex or Echo, uh, fives, if he's still alive, will actually just take that hit and he will go away. So um, it just as a point of uh, a point of fact, like if you're going to annihilate someone, uh, just keep that in mind. I mean, it, it's possible that it's best to still try to annihilate Echo or Rex to be able to get fives off. I, I don't know, whatever the situation is, but um, I did that once and then Rex was still alive and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, when I say annihilate whoever, it's actually because um, Fives and Echo, like I said, they're killing themselves every time they assist or counter, depending on who it is. Um, and actually, Shock T gives everybody, you know, retribution, so they're all countering. So I found a couple times when I have Annihilate to come up, Fives has already been dead long, long ago because of... Um, all of his counters and losing so much health. So when it, I guess it's perfect transition to kill order on this team. If you have shock T isolated, which that is who you should isolate. You want to take out fives first. Once you take out fives, then you're going to go for Rex, then echo, then shock T. And if Barris is on the team, take her out last because unless you're going up against an R7 Barris uh, like I did recently, you know, Barris is zero offensive threat against you. Um, and with Darth Nihilus annihilating, you know, she can't stop you from killing anyone either. Um, and the reason I warn you so much about Rex getting his annihilate ability it's not just for the banners. It's because I went up against this team that had an R7 Barris. She had over 150,000 uh, health. Oh, is that <laughs> and, all? Um, <laughs> yeah, I you, you sent it, you me know. that screenshot, and I was like, oh, yeah. maybe that'll be my next Relic 7. But I, I timed out against her because Rex got his Annihilate off because I didn't bring in Thrawn. I actually only went in with a four-man team. Um and Rex got his Annihilate off, and of course he annihilated my Darth Nihilus, and then there just wasn't enough offensive power to take out Barris. I was able to kill everyone, and then for four minutes I plugged away at this Barris, and she finished the full five-minute fight with 100% health. Um, I would not advise the R7 Barris right away, because... I then brought in uh, the JTR trio of JTR, BB-8, and R2, and took her out in 20 seconds, if even. You probably could have used Rogue One, actually, right there, honestly. I probably could have, you know, and a after I used R2, I was kind of pissed at myself. I honestly could have just used JTR and BB-8. I didn't need R2 in that team, because it doesn't matter if you stun uh, Barris, quite frankly. Because even the R7 Barris, her largest hit 
that she got on me was for 7,000 damage. Wow, big numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but she died so so ridiculously fast. Uh, because the second JTR put healing immunity on her, you know, there, there was nothing she could do. And she was being exposed with every hit. And so just the percent health damage. <laughs> when she had 150k health, just to... Get, she was gone faster than I could blink. Um, but that's why you want to, you know, make sure Rex is kind of handled because that was awful. Uh, still got the win, though. Still got the win in that round. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's putting Relic 7 on Varys, um, you know. Uh, actually, I, I think it's a really interesting move. I, I don't, you know. But I, I keep wanting to ask if you're if, if you were embarrassed um, by that loss. But. <laughs> oh, if I lost the round, the answer would have been yes, but uh, he couldn't clear three of my teams. So uh, honestly, I was not. I wish I had a screenshot of the like draw screen for you. You know, if your trails chain like lined oh. up and we could totally turn it into a <laughs> meme with the big caption that says embarrassed. <laughs> uh, no, no. And on that note, let's transition this <laughs> but I'm um, funny. into how our into how our alts did. So, Zareth, how did your alt do this week? Um, you know, I've I've been transitioning. I've been logging in one time every day for my on my alt, which means I'm not farming much. I'm not doing much. I'm transitioning out of using him at all. Um, uh, tonight, I'm actually going to sadly be leaving my alt guild, uh, which is called, it's an excellent guild called uh, The Hills Have Jedis. Uh, great guys, wonderful place. Um, you know, they took took in my uh, pretty bad alt and just let me, um, you know, do my thing. And I really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm going to be transitioning out of using that alt at all. Um, it'll be in in our main guild for a little bit as a ticket slave but then i'm going to be done after this championship season and i I say all this stuff um you know just to say like despite all that i still went three and oh with my alt and um i've really kind of thrown in the towel on um my defenses like i was originally like okay i got my general grievous up to gear 13 at uh you know, it's sub 2 million GP. Like this is, this is really strong, really good defensive team. And it was, um, I've just been struggling to full clear some of the really asinine defenses that my opponents have. Like they can never break any of my zones kind of, but there's still, I can't full clear. So I've, instead I've put my, uh, my half formed Padme squad, like it, it's so half formed that it has nest in it, gear nine nest. <laughs> and, uh, no one's, Actually, my opponent finally he threw like seven teams at it to beat it, um, but then they couldn't beat my Django lead gear twelve uh, bounty hunters that were in the same zone, and they couldn't beat my gear eleven Emperor Palpatine Sith Empire Hodgepodge either. So um, I, I keep facing all these guys who have Jedi Knight Revan and Darth Revan, and you know sometimes both, and. It, you know, at, at 2 million GP, it's crazy. It's just crazy the kind of uh, rosters that I'm facing. And I keep winning and, and actually winning relatively easily. And I think probably just because I have a lot of uh, just a ton of Grand Arena experience with my main and everything. But, um, you know, and I, I have a gear nine 
Jedi Revan just to for reference and not no Darth Revan. Um, and I think the reason is I just keep getting smashed in with other people who are who should be in Division Five. Like I started right under the the maximum for Division Six, uh, so. So I'm I'm in Division Six still, but I'm just keep getting paired with these guys who are also like maxed out. They should be in Division Five, and uh, anyways, I I think that actually my last two matches were way harder. The finals are gonna be really easy, so um, probably twelve and zero for my alt once again, and uh, turn him into a ticket slave and call it good. Uh, it's been. It's been fun though. I'll miss my alt. I wish I had more time. I I would love to keep playing him. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll pick him up again at some point. But uh, as I understand it, you're still playing your alt, aren't you? Uh, I am, and that's mainly because I am a ticket slave uh, as well. So I figure if I'm logging in, I might as well do the fun part of the game. Uh, so I, I've been running my grand arena as well. I have gone 3-0, actually, since last week. I'm in the championship for this week. Um, and so, hopefully, I can sort of end this account on a high mm-hmm. note, I guess you could say. That would be great. Do you think you'll... Uh, do, do you think you have it against your opponent? Have you scouted him out? Uh, well, kind of harking back to our previous conversation... Um, his Darth Revan is much faster. Well, not much faster, but it's faster in general than mine. So if he places it on defense, I'm don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a 50-50 shot depending on RNG. Um, but otherwise, other than that part portion of it, uh, my roster can beat his roster. It's just a question of do I do the Jawa Gambit and give myself one, you know, loss on the board and risk him uh, not having any losses? Because this is the final, so I'm assuming he's a good player. Or, you know, how do I approach it, basically? Yeah, I, I hate having to do the Jawa Gambit when I do, but it's a handy, it's a handy trick to have up your sleeve, I guess. And for those listeners who don't know what we're talking about with the Jawa Gambit, um, just just real quick, the the whole premise is if you can't beat a team on your first try, like if you need to do the mirror match, you have Darth Revan versus Darth Revan, and you're outsped and you're just going to get completely destroyed by the opponent because they're going faster than you and they get all their turns and you you don't have a team after they're done attacking. Uh, what you can do, it, it, it's unfortunate because you have to sacrifice banners, but what you do, you send in five characters. I, I call it the Jawa Gambit because my Jawas are awful. And uh, I send them in and the Darth Revan team goes to town. Like he, he does fear on them. Bastila does her huge uh, debuff on everyone. Uh, Marauder throws his lightsabers at everyone. Malak force drains or you know, does his uh, dispel on someone and then HK throws his grenade and the whole team just explodes and they're all gone. Or maybe one of them survives and Darth Revan does his lightning. But at the end of the day, uh, you've given them turn meter, but you already gave them turn meter by being slower anyway. So then you can enter the match with your uh, slower Darth Revan team and be able to uh, just hit, hit them when 
when their cooldowns are, uh, you know, on cooldown, like all their special abilities are on cooldown. So you get all the good hits. Like they're just doing basics on you for the first few turns. And you can usually pull out a win after that. It does cost 20 banners. However, uh, it's a handy tool to have though, because if, sometimes if you just can't shift that meta team, like you can use the Jawa Gambit and uh, be able to beat that team. Right. It's one of those, like, I may as well, because otherwise I'm going to lose no matter what kind of things. Like, at least you give yourself a chance by you, you're clearing your opponent. You're, you know, able to, able to make some progress. So, um, anyways, yeah, I hope you don't, hope you don't have to use it either. Hopefully your opponent is dumb and just takes their Darth Revan on offense. And they're not even dumb because that's what you and I do every time. So. Right. Yeah. That's the thing to do so you that you can clear their board as well. Oh, so that's an interesting thing. I keep thinking like, okay, so my opponent should, if they were smart, they should put their Darth Revan on defense. But I never at any point contemplate putting my own Darth Revan on defense. So um, I'm being a hypocrite is basically it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's I, I do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I'm gonna have to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to come to peace with that at some point. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I'm sad the sun is setting on the alt. I think, um, but it's been a good run. I've only lost twice in Grand Arena this whole time with it. So. We're getting ready for the next Grand Arena season, and uh, it's probably going to look a lot like we originally thought that it was going to be 3v3 and ships, and uh, we haven't really heard much about that. It's looking like maybe the next Grand Arena is going to be uh, just the same, just with like First Order and Resistance objectives instead of Separatists and Clones. Uh, Solo, what, what kind of things are you doing to get ready for that Grand Arena? Uh, I, well, I, I actually had a big week this week. Uh, now that I'm done, you know, focusing on the clones, um, I got Geo Spy up to G13 and Relic level four. So I want to make him hit as hard as possible to, to make you pay for bringing Treya in, basically. Um, I got my Bosk up to G13 and Relic level two. Uh, by the next Grand Arena, Bosk will probably be at Relic level 4 as well. I just didn't have it done before this podcast. Um, and then my Grandmaster Yoda was at R3. Uh, I got him, or was at R1. I got him up to Relic level 3, though. Um, basically because I changed mods uh, when I, you know, Brought the clones and General Anakin into Grand Arena. Um, I needed Darth Revan to have a fast set still. And Yoda had my second fastest or third fastest set. So I needed to put that set onto Darth Revan to keep him up. I think it, it brought him up to uh, 326 for his speed. Um, and so when I remodded my Yoda, his offense dropped. 
And so I needed to get that back up over 7,000. And so I got him up to Relic level 3. Um, so that, that was actually a big week with two G13s and then pumping Yoda up as well. Um, so that's what I'm doing to prepare for the next one. Zareth, what, what's your focus for the next <laughs> um, Grand Arena? So th- this last week I got Echo to Relic 2 from 1. He was at 1 and he's up to 2. And I have Scarif. Yeah, I know, I know. Scarif Rebel Pathfinder moved up from gear nine to gear ten. <laughs> that would legitimately is a big move. <laughs> it actually, yeah, it's it's like a whole team's worth of carbanti. <laughs> it makes me sick, actually. Yeah, I'm I'm working slowly. I, I'm trying to get him up to gear twelve at least, so that I can have a tank that goes with Commander Luke. Uh, and I don't have to, you know, sometimes I like to take Captain Han with them, but it's also nice to have Scarif Rebel Pathfinder. Like, he's he's a pretty serviceable tank. And the thing I've been noticing is I've been running out of tanks uh, to be able to deploy on defense. Like, right now I have Baze on a Separatist team, like with Newt. And uh, that's not necessarily awful, but I like Scarif Rebel Pathfinder in uh, that place maybe a little more because he has to be killed at least twice generally. You know, I, I I will say I I actually like Scarf Rebel Pathfinder. I just refuse, and I I strenuously refuse to gear him up. Right. Well, you know, it, I hear that I've refused forever, and I've resisted it. And I think the thing that's making me want to do it is because I want to be able to have his ship up and running. And uh, he's actually the usable one. Biston will eventually be geared up a little bit at least as well, uh, if I need to, uh, just to get his ship up. But uh, he, Scarif Rebel Pathfinder is actually useful right now. Biston is only useful with ships. So, right. And even then, once people start getting the seven-star negotiators, I think Biston's going to... I think that ship is going to lose a lot of its luster. I'm sure it will. Um, it'll be nice, though, also. like one, one thing that I've noticed is that when, like in Territory Wars, when I have both my Negotiator team and my Millennium Falcon team uh, for offense, I don't know which one to use a Houndstooth for. You know, like I have to, yeah. I have to split them up. And That's if I fair. have Biston in there, then I can just use Houndstooth with Negotiator. And, like there's a pretty clear delineation for me. So that's, you know, ha- having that yeah. ha- having that utility is going to be nice, especially when we get to ships in Grand Arena again eventually. Um, uh, that way, I can put Houndstooth on defense potentially, or or uh, have a Millennium Falcon fleet on defense that doesn't require Houndstooth. So that's I don't know. It, it's painful, regardless, and. Uh, also, I guess I didn't. I neglected to say I also have Rose Tico up to gear ten. So, I even put one of our Omegas on her. So, <laughs> I, I had well, you and I in the same night got Rose to gear ten, and uh, I got Haldo to G eleven too. I just don't count that for GA. That's my uh, paranoia for the next legendary event. No, and that's true. I mean, Rose is going to play no role in Grand Arena for the foreseeable future. <laughs> uh, she can enter the Jawa Gambit. Sure. Actually, she's probably too well geared now to enter the Jawa Gambit. Well, let's see. I have my game pulled up. 
Yeah, she's 17k health and protection each. I don't know. Uh, but it's probably too much. I even have mods on her. I didn't know I had her modded. Weird. I wonder if she has something good. I can, I can figure <laughs> that out later, though. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm my preparations, my planned preparations. So I, I have been farming a ton of gear and a ton of everything. Uh, you know, General Skywalker is getting close to all the way done. He just needs one Zeta. Um and I have a ton of materials to be able to upgrade relics. I've just been biding my time trying to figure out what I want to do. And I think my focus is going to go into getting Echo up to Relic 7. And I'm, I'm going to try to get the General Skywalker team up and running the way you've been doing. Um, it'd be nice to be able to have Darth Revan on defense and then put Malak somewhere else the way you've been doing. Uh, that's always been the plan for both of us. Like we've talked about that from the start. Um, and that's just something I'm going. That's what I'm planning. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Yeah, and I will say, both rounds. Uh, first round, my Malik team got ten defenses. Um, though uh, my opponent messaged me and basically said he was just experimenting and throwing everything at it after the second or third. Um, but this then this past round, my Malik team got two D. De- defenses and he just stopped so it, it's been a fantastic move so far yeah i putting malik in on on a random team like it it just changes the counter so much it changes the dynamics that you know he's he's so hard to shift and especially putting him on a team that right. uh is hard to counter anyways or at least is a little more tricky like uh yeah it's it's a good move i'm I'm excited. I, I condone it. Um, I recently got him up to relic like three or four because I couldn't win. And I started, started stopped losing. I uh, can't talk. I stopped winning in arena because my Malik was only a relic one for a really long time. So I, I bumped him up to four and now I've, I've just been winning every time. So yeah, he'll, he'll be good in a different squad soon. Uh, anyways, I, I think we're about toward the end. We have uh, we have our YouTube channel and our counter sheet and Discord. Uh, Solo, you're better at talking about that than me. Can you take that? Sure. Uh, it, you know, the YouTube channels are probably self-explanatory. Uh, if you follow Zareth, he's going to show you every one of his Grand Arena matches, which is actually quite interesting to watch because you see how he processes what team he's going to use and why he's using it. Um, mine, a little less active because real life is a little more active, um, at least in the past month or so. But when I do post, I'm trying to post more of how-to videos. Um, I am going to be trying to get a General Anakin video out shortly on how to counter Darth Revan, what to do, and how to mod them, etc., um, cause that's a big game changer, uh, in grand arena. Uh, you can find either of us, uh, info on our YouTube channels is going to be in the links underneath, uh, this podcast, or you can go on to YouTube and search for my name, solo base 15. That's S O L O B A S S one five or Zareth. That's X A E R E T H. Uh, you'll find us easily that way. We then have a counter sheet, which is probably our best resource. Um, It's going to list every team that we've faced, 
with their full team members. Uh, it's going to list the full team that we used to beat them. And then most importantly, there's going to be a timestamped video right next to that battle. So you can click on the link and you can see how the battle went. You can see how well we did. If it's a good counter, if it's an okay counter, you're going to see what steps we took. Um, so you know when you approach the team, you know exactly kind of what set of moves to use. Perfect example, when I get this uh, Anakin video up, you're going to see me use my basic on Badstool at the start and not the AoE. And you're going to, you know, see why we do that. So that when you counter, you're not just pushing buttons, hoping it works. You're going to see the moves and be able to repeat the moves that we use to try and make the counter work for you. Um, finally, we have a Discord server. Uh, the link is in all of our YouTube videos. The link is going to be on this podcast. Um, you know, it, we talk Grand Arena and Territory Wars a little bit of bragging, a little bit of questions, um, and trying to help people get through Grand Arena. So with that, I think, Zareth, it's time to bid everyone adieu. I think so. Uh, it's been fun, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, ha have a good week. And remember, Solo is always right. And also remember that in all things, Zareth prevails.